You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Gossip Girl After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Gossip Girl After Show. Gossip Girl fans, we let me get this right. First off, let's start this off right. Bing is for doing, and tonight we are doing another episode of AfterBuzz TV Gossip Girl Season 5, Episode 20, Salon of the Dead. But <laughs> before we do any more... First off, I'm sure you guys are all pretty uh, surprised to see me in this chair. And our beloved Roxy is sick today. I know. So wishing Roxy all the best, well wishes, quick recovery, and hopefully she will be back in no time. I'm sure she will be. Yes. Uh, Anyway, I am Jessica King. Um, Find me at Twitter at... I am Jessica King, and my lovely co-host... I'm Stephanie Wenger, and you can find me, thank you so much, from the booth, um, at, at Stephanie Wenger on Twitter. And who we got there in the booth, Ronnie? Hello. Well, me, Ronnie. Hey. <laughs> Gossip Girl, I think you guys are going to deliver a great after show, and the only thing that we ever ask for everybody is to keep our iTunes page, like, moving and grooving. So, uh, did I say moving and grooving? Moving yes. and grooving. Sorry. Corny guy here. I'm liking it. Um, so, we want you to rate and comment the page, and also what I found works really good for us is if we show support to our uh, AfterBuzz chatters because they really do a lot for us. So we appreciate them. And now it's time for Gossip Girl. I hope Susie calls in and yeah. we, we make it a thing. How was the episode, ladies? It was a really good episode. I had, I don't know about you, Stephanie, but I had a lot of gasps yeah. and uh, a lot of rewinds. I thought on you my said DVR. a lot of gas. Ew. Like garbanzo <laughs> beans and then the next day you got the no. farts all day. I like that to, was my I like story. I share Sorry. a little too much information and every once in a while I get a little gassy. No. I was going to say. Gasps with a P. <laughs> I always know it's going to be a good episode when my friends on the East Coast are giving me spoilers before we even get oh, to the no. episode. So I knew some things before I even watched, but it was still a great episode. See, that's the thing about the East Coast. Before any of my favorite shows come on, I refuse to sign on to Facebook or Twitter because I cannot <laughs> let it be spoiled for me. Just an FYI for all of you fans out there that are watching us right now, um, we're having a little bit of an AC issue, so if you start <laughs> seeing me break out in sweats, it's not because I'm nervous. I'm just really hot. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> In the literal warm. sense. <laughs> It's a little warm in here, for sure. <laughs> warm, to say the least. Anyway, let's hop right into it. Last night, Gossip Girl starts off with Lola. 
Okay, Lola is the new it girl. Serena is not having it. And because she's been getting so much press from Gossip Girl lately after she did the fashion show and all of the special stuff she did last um, episode, she got a huge audition from one of the town's most respected directors. And you can tell that the only reason she wants to be an it girl or seemingly wants to be an it girl is so that she can get these auditions and become this actress and you know it's interesting to see how it all plays out totally i gotta say that that really bothered me because she's been so negative about being in their world and not being a part of it and not that kind of girl and she gave all of them such a cold shoulder even when serena and the rest of the family was trying to embrace her as the new family member and whatnot and now all of a sudden because you know she found a way that it can help her She's just, like, so into it and just... Oh, 100%. Yeah, she was just super, super into that world until, you know, later in the episode where she saw some of the pitfalls. Yeah. And I gotta say, I was proud... Not proud, but I was happy that Nate wasn't feeling that. Like, that he kind of sensed it right away that all of a sudden she was really into it after she's been bad-mouthing it so much, and he just wasn't a fan of that. I actually thought Nate um, was really interesting in this episode because he kind of turned back around like his relationship. He's always had this solid relationship with Serena. In the last couple weeks, we've seen that kind of fall apart. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of you kind of saw the old Nate back and he was able to sense what was going on with Lola and it's kind of a nice turn in character for sure. Totally, totally. Um, So then we see Lola go to Serena's house. The first thing she does is call Serena. She wants to borrow some fancy schmancy clothes for this big audition because she wants to be in that world now. Um, So she goes to Serena's house and um, what was it that she said about the director? Like she's basically saying that Gossip Girl... Oh, Serena had brought up the fact that, you know, she's the it girl, but Gossip Girl hasn't said anything about her. And Lola says that Gossip Girl is irrelevant and makes some kind of snarky comment about how she doesn't care about Gossip Girl and whatnot. Um, I think that kind of pushed Serena's buttons a little bit. Absolutely. That's that was the sense I had of it as well, was that it was like now that she is Gossip Girl, she wants respect. And Mm -hmm. as soon as Lola was disrespecting what Gossip Girl was about, which is so ironic because um, for so long, Serena hated Gossip Girl. Yeah. Now, next we see Lola go to this audition and her audition is canceled. As much trouble as Lola's kind of up to in this episode I have to say at that moment I felt a little bad for her as someone who circulates around the auditions like if there was something that I was really looking forward to that much and they just canceled it on me for no reason uh, I would be pretty devastated but um, I have to say like Serena has a little bit of learning to do with this Gossip Girl thing because her sending out that blast just made it so obvious especially after she was you know kind of saying, like, well, Gossip Girl hears everything, you never know, or there's a, a scout or something like that. And then all of a sudden, she blasts out verbatim what Lola just said. I mean, way to be super obvious, because yeah. who else was hearing that conversation? You have basically Dorota or Serena. Mm-hmm. It, and clearly, in that situation, I mean, it didn't take much for Lola to figure out the secret. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, how did you feel about... I mean, this whole time, Serena's kind of been trying to bring Lola in, 
And now she's just kind of trying to throw her out. I was going to say a firm kick in the butt out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It was, I kind of understood where Serena was coming from because I think she wanted the spotlight off of herself and that was her reason for, you know, putting Lola in the spotlight. But it wasn't really working. She was still getting attention and maybe not even in the best way, not in the best light. Mm -hmm. And so I think she saw that Lola wasn't in it for the right reasons and wasn't accepting of her family. So why was she bestowing this, if you want to call it a gift, on her? Yeah. I mean, this whole Serena as Gossip Girl thing, I'm just so confused because, as I mentioned a little bit later in the episode, Serena has been Gossip Girl's target for so long. And she's the one that's been trying to get rid of her because she didn't like having so much smack talked about her. And she's doing the same exact thing. Like, I usually really like Serena, yeah. but I'm I'm kind of annoyed right now with this whole... Well, what would you do if you had, you know, like the keys to the castle? If you were Gossip Girl, would you um, use it? Would you be embody that gossip girl and become the person that everybody sends and stuff to or would you shut it down i don't know like i don't know if i could do it against my friends i just um that would be me too i don't so speaking of serena as gossip girl um basically diana kind of got a tip from gossip girl that serena's kind of holding the site hostage and she wants it back and if she doesn't if Diana doesn't fix the problem, then gossip, the real gossip girl, is going to reveal her big secret that she's keeping. So Diana goes to Serena. Serena's totally flabbergasted at how she knows and kind of just like you could tell she's a little bit like panicking. And um, Diana tries to make a deal with Serena that they should work on Gossip Girl together. Right. And I just thought that that was a very interesting turn because, as you kind of saw later in the episode, Diana has apparently a multitude of secrets going yes, on. Yes, yes. Um, and so it was interesting to see how um, how that all kind of played out and that she wanted to, you know, be Serena's right-hand girl, whatever you want to call it, but she definitely had the ulterior motives. Yeah, I mean, how could anyone trust Diana after, like, everything that, that she's done That has been my question week after week. I just, I can't trust her. She always seems to have some up thing, something else up her sleeve. It's, you know, she definitely is a character that is designed to stir the pot. Yeah. Week after week. I mean, I can't even I can't even believe that Serena would even consider it. I would just be like, um, I know your reputation. I know the things that you've done. Get out of my house. Exactly. Especially with her current state with Nate. I, they hadn't made up yet. Like, it just seemed like she knew what this woman did to Nate. And it just would be a disaster to get involved with her. But Yes. But I guess Serena's kind of in a difficult place because she doesn't want to get ousted as Gossip Girl, so she... I don't know. I mean, Diana is a kind of a powerful force, I would say. Mm -hmm. But speaking of Gossip Girl, like I said, um, it was pretty obvious after she sent that blast out that it was her. And, of course, since Lola is so smart, mm -hmm. she is catching on to the fact that Serena's Gossip Girl. Of course, everyone else thinks that's absurd. And so she has made it her mission to prove to Nate 
that Serena's Gossip Girl and to, I don't know, prove to the world. I mean, I don't know what she's going to get out of this or I have no idea, but she's on a mission to oust Serena as Gossip Girl. What do you think of that? You know, it's one of those things where I I don't understand why what Serena is doing so wrong with like wrong with it. It seems like she's covering things and and outing her friends' secrets and things like that. But on the flip side, Gossip Girl just wants the power and it's all about power. That's what I've realized with Gossip Girl. It's mm-hmm. not really about what gossip or what tips you're getting. It's all about the power of that title and that position. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, I mean, I feel like Lola has a right to be pissed off. And I feel like that would probably be any person's initial reaction to kind of want to get that kind of revenge. If that audition was that important to her and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of could have been like the beginning of her career as an actor or something, you know. So I could totally understand her need to get this revenge and kind of feel a sense of, you know, revenge i guess i just said that yeah but um i don't know i don't think that serena's benefiting from being gossip girl because at least when it was gossip girl and no one knew then everyone was kind of getting shafted whereas i have a hard time like i don't see how serena's going to be able to keep this up because if one person now two people know like she can't do anything to make sure that they don't tell anyone like yeah lola didn't tell nate when she had the chance but I think it's because she has something else up her sleeve. I think it's going to come back to haunt Serena, and I don't think this is the end of it. Yeah. Um, so let's move on. Um, Blair and Dan, they are progressing in their relationship, um, and they are having a little bit of a problem because they're both from two different worlds, I guess, even though it's the same state. Um, but... They don't want to be in each other's worlds. Right. And I think that this is what the whole show from season one has been about, is the Brooklyn world and the Upper East Side world. And to have these two characters that so epitomize each of those places trying to be in this relationship, that's what they were trying to address Mm -hmm. here, for sure. Yeah, totally. So as they're discussing how they're going to make this work and what they're going to do, like, tough, tough problems in life. Right. Um... They just happen to run into this couple who is, ironically enough, exactly like them, except for the opposite. So Yeah, exactly. The uh, girl is from the Brooklyn world, and the guy is on the Upper East Side. Yes. And they're married, right? I believe so. And so they have breakfast or lunch or whatnot with Blair and Dan, and they kind of talk about how they made their relationship work and, you know, their surefire ways to make it last and whatnot. Um, And they suggested hosting, or they say that they host a salon party, which Mm -hmm. is basically a party where... I don't know, you like read books and stuff? You read books, you have intelligent conversation, I believe, was what it basically boiled down to. And so it essentially would bring those two worlds together. So you could have Dan's literary friends and uh, Blair's society people all together in this one place. And so it creates a third happy world where you don't have to decide who you want to... That was explained very well. Thank you, Stephanie. You're quite uh, <laughs> so 
exactly what you said. They want to create this third world so that they could both live in their own created world together rather than in each other's worlds, which they both don't like. So they have this party. Blair's super excited. She doesn't invite any of her own friends um, because she wants to make sure that Gossip Girl won't get any tips and that, you know, this is just the beginning of their path of a new life with all of the socialites and smart people. And um, there is word that maybe Dan can announce the subject of his second book. Right, exactly. And that is when it all becomes a mess in typical Gossip Girl style. Yes. so I guess it was Lola got overheard him discussing this. Because Lola somehow can just walk into their house yes. and overhear things and then have access to Dorota's phone to text Gossip Girl. It was a mess. It was a mess. <laughs> so she uses Dorota's phone to text Gossip Girl that he's going to reveal this. And suddenly, I believe she, Serena, Nate, they all show up. They're they're all party crashers at this yeah. point. And uh, the one thing that bothered me about them having these like this third world created was Dan didn't seem to have a problem with the world exactly. until his dad um, was having problems with Lily, and he was like, "Make sure you're not sucked into Blair's world. Like you're your own person. Don't then, lose yourself. Don't lose yourself." And then it was Dan. Was like, well, we need to, you know, back up. I can't just be absorbed into your world. And I was like, think for yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice. But. Which is interesting that you know they are trying to do this when it's not working for Lily and Rufus, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much the same exact situation. So I guess that would, I could see why that would make Dan maybe have second thoughts. But I agree with you that I didn't think that he had a problem with that world, with Blair's world, because he's been in it all this time already. Exactly. He went to, you know, school on the Upper East Side. He dated Serena already. And, I mean, if that's not getting sucked into that world, what is? Exactly. And then when Rufus and Lily got married, they moved into Lily's apartment for a little bit. So, I don't know. I don't see how Dan could, like, not like that world or not be used to that world. Um, And as we've discussed before, I think that Blair kind of over-exaggerates how bad Brooklyn is because it's really not that bad. Exactly. Um, I agree. So, anyway, as you mentioned, Serena gets this text from Lola, Gossip Girl, I guess, that there's going to be some Gossip Girl-worthy news. Um Lola invites Nate. Nate invites Chuck. Everyone crashes the party. And uh, Blair's pissed. Yeah. But good old Dan convinces her to just hang in there, calm down. Everything will be fine. They run out of ice. They go to get ice. That made me laugh. Honestly, <laughs> I was like, you need to exit the apartment, apparently. And so... They both need to leave together leave, to get ice. To get ice. You can't send... like. And you would assume that they would go and send some other person yeah. to go get their ice. And well, especially in Brooklyn, when there's a corner store, a corner mart on every corner. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. There's no need for two people to go down. But for the sake of good television, right. they both leave the room, and shit hits the fan. Um, gosh, where do I start? So, um, Serena and Diana. Go talk because Serena knows Diana's secret because she was in Nate's office trying to look for Diana, but overheard Diana on the phone with Jack telling her that if she teams up with Serena as Gossip Girl, then no one will ever find out that she's Chuck's mom. (gasps) 
That was a crazy mouthful. Crazy. So Serena conveniently leaves her phone on the table for access for Lola. As a fellow iPhone user, um, my phone has a password. So I was going to say, that <laughs> was my personal thing. I was like, oh, the passcode, anyone? Just, yeah. um, you know. Okay, if you're, you know, if you were Gossip Girl, I mean, almost everyone has a passcode on their iPhone. Why wouldn't you put <laughs> yeah. a passcode on your phone? Exactly. As, yeah, like you said, if you're a Gossip Girl and you're trying to keep this huge secret. Yeah. Anyway, so Serena and Diana are talking about the issue. Lola follows them with Serena's phone on video blasting out to all the Gossip Girl subscribers. And the news comes out that Diana is indeed Chuck's mother. <gasps> we predicted it last week. But oh, I, I know. <laughs> I was actually so proud of us because we just predicted that last week. And so I didn't think it was going to come out until later in the season. But it was like the very next week. I was like, man, we're I know. good. A little pat on the back to us. For yeah. Last week figuring that out. Woo. <laughs> show um so yeah the news comes out it's just like devastating chuck i have i can't remember the last time i've seen chuck like this like he was so devastated and just like he could not believe it he was so upset yeah i it was also one of the best acted scenes i've seen in a Mm -hmm. while on the show it was really just like you could just see the anger and like everything you would want from that scene yeah i think ed westwick did a fantastic job yeah. And you know what? Lola, I mean, I know she apologized and she said she was sorry for hurting Chuck, but she didn't seem too upset to me about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was just the acting choice that she decided to take. But either way, Nate is pissed and he takes on the role of best friend, t- like stands behind his boy and... And he just totally drops Lola. He's like, he can't forgive her for this. He can't believe she did this. And it kind of just goes to prove his point, what he's been seeing. Like, she's so caught up in this world right now. And, you know, it's kind of clouding her judgment. Yeah, it's also interesting. He really tried to protect um, Chuck when... His mother comes to see him later in the episode. He's just like, no, he doesn't want to see you. I'm done with you. Everything. And he's so he's really just like taking on that role of being the best friend. And he he's going to do anything he can to like make sure Chuck's okay. Yeah. And you know what? Um, I think that Nate also has to be a little disgusted. Oh. Uh, considering yeah. that he's been sleeping with his best friend's mom and, I mean, he made a good point. Like, Ch- I mean, Chuck made a good point when he was like, I've seen you in your underwear. You've been sleeping around with my best friend, walking around my apartment half naked. Like, who are you? What are you doing? Are you kidding me? Yeah. That is insane to insane. me. I cannot exactly. believe that. I mean, if that was in the real world and, and that was happening, you would just be, I think everyone in that situation would be disgusted. Like, it's disgusting on Nate's end, it's disgusting for Chuck, and really, his mother should be ashamed, too. Like, it was... I agree. But I have to say, you know, I definitely respect Nate's stance. I feel like of all the friends, you we always talk about how they're all such fair weather friends, especially Serena and Blair. You know, it's like they're best friends when it's convenient and when it's time to stab each other in the back. Well, then that's fine, too. And I think that Nate 
and Chuck are generally the most loyal friends of the bunch. Yeah. They always kind of seem to have each other's back, to be looking out for each other, and to have each other's best interests in mind. So I definitely respect that because you don't um, get to see a lot of like male bonding like that on TV I completely agree. I also think it's interesting. I remember reading an early interview with, I think, the creator of Gossip Girl, and they talked about that um, Dan was the moral center of the show. And I think that in a lot of ways we've seen that switch over the seasons Mm -hmm. to being Nate being that moral center. Like, he makes a lot of mistakes, but he somehow always comes back and is, like, the good guy, the good friend, whatever he needs to be. Totally, totally. So... Like we said, the big reveal, Chuck is pissed. So then Diana, which you touched on a little bit earlier, but Diana comes to the house later to try to explain things to Chuck. And like you said, Nate, again, stands up like, you need to leave, stands up for Chuck, tries to kick her out. Chuck is just like, no, let her stay, let her say her piece, which is understandable. Like, I would understand that he would want to, you know figure out his life and and know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So he lets her stay. And basically what comes out is that Diana dated Bart, Chuck's dad, when he was still married to Chuck's mom, who really isn't his mom. And she got pregnant. So basically Diana and Bart had an affair and she got pregnant and, um, she tried to leave or run or whatnot, but then Chuck's mom or Bart's wife, whatever, mm-hmm. couldn't get pregnant. So they made a deal that once Diana had the baby, that, that they could have the baby. Yeah, so exactly. So once the baby was born, that um, Elizabeth uh, would act would as... Would be the mom. Would be the mom. Would. That storyline sounds so confusing slash compelling. <laughs> I know. I feel like, you know how you guys have been saying, I wonder if there's going to be a season, you know, past season five? Yeah. I don't know if that's confirmed or not. Like, stuff like this will give you season six. That's sure. what I was yeah. saying last week. There's just, like, so much going on and still no closure. I was going to say so many loose ends. Yeah. And, Ronnie, if you think that's compa- compelling, then, so, after they gave the ba- after she gave the baby up, Elizabeth, Chuck's mom, decided that she couldn't do it. She couldn't raise a baby that wasn't hers. So then she ran off, and then Bart had to raise him by Hello. himself yeah. and made up a lie, Chuck's whole life, that his mom died while giving birth to him. So Chuck has always blamed himself for like killing his mom and just has always had this cloud over his head that, you know. Absolutely, And yeah. he's always had a soft spot in his heart for his mom, even though he can sometimes be a really mean, nasty guy. Well, I mean, and so trusting of when Elizabeth came into his life that this was his mom and handed over all this control to her and was just like, you're my mom and, and I want to do anything to be with you. And I think it's really was kind of sad tonight or last night um, to see um, uh, him you know, really be upset with Diana because the first woman who acted as his mother, he was really accepting of her. And Diana took him a minute to be like, okay, like, let's see where this can go. The poor guy, I feel like he just wants someone to love him. Like, his dad is gone. His 
girlfriend, love of his life. I was gonna is say gone. love of his life, Blair, just yeah. everything. Um, you know, I mean he has Lily who has been super sweet to him, but I mean even she's off with a new family after his dad's died. Yeah. He doesn't know who his mom is, he can't figure it out for the life of him because he keeps getting lied to. His uncle sucks. I mean, come on, poor guy. Exactly. I mean, it kind of goes to prove that, like, all the money and all the wealth in the world means nothing if you don't have someone to oh, share it with. Oh, I totally agree. What a lesson. I know. <laughs> it is a lesson. Um, so, I guess Chuck seems to be okay with the story for now. Yeah. It seems like. Um, so, the next thing we see is Diana leaving. Um in the car, leaving the house, and she gets another text from Gossip Girl. This is where I gasped yes. with a P, I, not gas. I did the uh, DVR rewind. rewind and was like, what? <laughs> so Diana gets a text from Gossip Girl that says, we both knew that wasn't the secret that I was talking about. So, OMG! I know, right? You, you're just like, what is happening? I wanted the next episode. Like, that was one of those moments where I was just like, can, can we go to next week? Like, yeah. fast forward, let's do this. <laughs> OMG. So basically, like, all this time, we, all, we always knew that Diana had a secret. And like, mm-hmm. like you said, we predicted it last week. And we always knew that there was a possibility that she could be his mom. She had some kind of connection to Bart. Something that was relating to Chuck in some sort of way. So obviously come this episode, like I said, I was super happy that it was being revealed and that we were right on track and whatnot. Um, but I wasn't surprised because it was like, I don't know, it was kind of obvious. But I can't believe there's another secret. Like, I can't even, like, it boggles my mind to try to figure out what this secret might be. See, the first thing that popped into my head, and I mean, maybe this is jumping to predictions a little bit, but do you think that... Um, Chuck's father is Chuck's father. Oh, oh my gosh! That w- I mean, wouldn't that be just like? Okay, we're gonna have to save that for news and for, for predictions. Yes. So let's cut to a commercial, and we will be right back. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? And we're back. All right, so we don't have a whole lot of news and gossip today. Roxy is usually our super stellar gossip and news gatherer. Gatherer. I usually just read it, but she does all the work. So um, we don't have a ton, but I did just read something. After Buzz TV News. 
Sorry, I don't usually bring my phone up here, but I just wanted I to try to we'll find something. I figure we'll make it nice and dramatic. Um, yeah. I have a question. So it's certainly not in the news, but um, you know, a, a Gossip Girl question for you guys. Oh, please. Um, you guys had said there's just so much going on. How could they possibly wrap it all up in a couple episodes, you know, for season five? Um, what about all those characters that left? Will they come back? Do you guys feel... Remember how you stated there's a lot of characters that have left, uh, disappeared randomly? Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll see any of those those people come back? To be honest, I don't know. Like, um, Jenny, Dan had a younger brother... I'm sorry, a younger sister, Jenny Humphrey. And I feel like um, she probably won't come back because the reason that she left was because she was being such a pain on the set and was being yeah. uncooperative That's from what, I... what the rumors were saying. Um, and she's, I guess, in a new band and she wants to focus on that. And she just totally, like, she started the show when she was, like, 12 or 13 or something like that wasn't she I believe so maybe 15 so she started the show as a kid and she started out as this really like cute innocent character and then as she got older kind of started finding herself or at least I don't know trying to experiment with finding herself she just became this more gothic and just more difficult to deal with not that her appearance has any effect on that but she just started being uncooperative and apparently we we just slowly started seeing less and less of her and then we just stopped seeing her at all they just completely wrote her out of the show exactly and then um i believe uh eric Eric serena's little brother is on a new show on he's on revenge so i don't know if that's uh if it's possible for i mean i'm sure he'd come back for like one episode arc or something like that Mm -hmm. um but considering that they are usually in the same season i'm not sure and then vanessa who i have no idea what she's up to but i would love to see her come back yeah, me too. I uh, I think that it would be really interesting to see now that Dan and Bl- and Blair are together. I would love to see her reaction to yeah. that because that seems like that would go against everything that she yeah. Which is interesting because Roxy and I always fight about this. Roxy hates Vanessa's character, and I love Vanessa's character. And I don't know what it was about it. I just kind of liked you know at the time. Vanessa, I mean, I'm sorry, Dan was dating Serena, and Vanessa kind of, like, drew that rift. Yeah, I liked early um, Vanessa better than, I feel like in the last couple seasons that she was on, she wasn't utilized in the right way. She kind yeah. of was just when whining She started becoming things. kind of evil and, yeah. like, manipulative. But I did not like Vanessa dating Nate. Yeah, that I didn't like that seems like a weird, weird combination. Because she was so against Dan being part of that world, and then she just jumped right in there's gonna yeah. be something super appealing about the Upper East Side world that because yeah. all these girls just seem to I don't want to be a part of it no 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 and then well it's probably because well. Nate's super hot <laughs> but anyway <laughs> on a side note there you go so Ronnie did that make sense or do we just like ramble on I mean it was interesting because <laughs> again if the show ends in season 5 these are the things people do want to know Yes. So I thought I would ask you. So you guys are in depth and you bring in uh, good news. So I like well, it. Well, here is to hoping that the show does not end on season I five. I don't know what I will do <laughs> with my Monday nights anymore without Gossip Girl. And you know what? This might be a good indicator of a season six because apparently last night Gossip Girl had an amazing night. Um, they had... 1.12 million viewers, which brought the show up 14 and 20% week to week. And it also beat out Two Broke Girls, which is like a huge hit right now and right. has been getting stellar ratings all season. And it beat them out. So I'm reading this off of Perez right now. He says, 
I guess people sometimes just really need their guilty pleasure. I was so. going to say, I think that this was a good episode to tune into. If you were going to choose a Gossip Girl from this season, you got a lot going on yeah. in this episode, for totally. sure. Totally. And like Ronnie said, it sounds complicated, complicated, but it's so compelling. And I am glad that I can contribute to those ratings if that's what's going to keep them and, on the and I feel like I, when I watched it on my own I, I could because you know you girls do the recap and I like that and I, I want to know these characters Lola and Charlie and all the, you know this is all confusing to me then I watch it with Jessica the one time just for a little bit like you know we didn't watch the whole episode and because you're so passionate about it I feel like I'm I could watch it better if I'm watching it with you, and that's kind of like an extension of how this after show works, <laughs> because you guys all are doing commentary on something that everyone uh, has a common bond over, so it should be interesting to see if they get a season six. Well, I love these characters. I feel like I know them, like they're part of my family, well, so that's why I'm so passionate. <laughs> I completely agree. Well, I was thinking of a show like One Tree Hill, which, mind you, I also watched. Awesome. <laughs> I know. So, so good. But it it's, like, sad when you lose one of those shows that you've watched for so long. So I would definitely be sad to yeah. see a show like this, Kyle. The series finale will definitely be a bittersweet moment. I love how CW didn't have an announcement like right from the jump on some of these shows. A lot of them are kind of like still on the bubble, but the one that got picked up immediately was uh, America's Next Top Model Cycle like 25 or whatever. I know. I'm right? kidding. It's Cycle 19, <laughs> but I mean CW, CW, like it's all these shows that are on the bubble. Half of them we do for After Buzz, you know, like we, we recap them mm-hmm. and those ones are on the bubble like this, Gossip Girl, yet America's Next Top Model, they they never end. Yeah. I could I I wouldn't mind that maybe yeah. being done. <laughs> I, I, that one that one could go, go off. If it means Gossip Girl can get another season, then I'm all for it. <laughs> exactly. Like bottom line, Gossip Girl must be back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into some predictions. Oh, that was and perfect now, timing. Your After Buzz TV. Okay, so. What we didn't mention was that at the end of this episode, I know we said we saw Diana shout out the Gossip Girl text, whatnot, but we also saw Lola leaving the party. She calls her mom, who she isn't even close with, and she's just like, Mom, you were right. I'm not a part of this world, and I don't want to be, and I'm not going to be anymore. I have nothing. I don't want anything to do with the Vanderwoodsons anymore, and supposedly that's that. I feel like we are still going to be seeing a lot more of Lola. I I don't think we're done with Ivy or Lola. Exactly. And we didn't even mention, I can't believe this, but Rufus has been housing Ivy, paying for her hotel room um, since she got kicked out of the apartment. And that's the thing that puts Lily over the edge. And his credit cards get declined. So obviously Lily is like the... I mean, I wouldn't say breadwinner because she doesn't work, but she supports the family. Yeah, she's the one with the financial means, for sure. So that was kind of a slap in the face when she was like, with my money. And he was like, well, now I know how you feel. Like, that's definitely going to be some drama with their relationship. I'm wondering, you know, if that's going to last or like they usually seem to always be the couple that kind of figures it out and and fixes things. But right now, I feel like this is like bigger than it's ever been. I'm their cheerleader. And I know I've had questions with Lily's actions in the past, but I do want them to work. Yeah. I don't know. Lily seems super passionate about this. Like this is like the one thing you don't mess with is her family. And she doesn't seem like she's going to back down too easily. So 
We'll see. Usually Rufus is that voice of reason that kind of calms her down, but I don't think there's anything that he could say right now that could change her mind. So it'll be interesting to see how that relationship plays out. Anyway, thank you, After Buzzers, for joining us today for Gossip Girl. Roxy, if you're watching, you have been dearly missed. But she'll be back next week, and it'll be back to our Three Musketeer trio (laughs) and our awesome, amazing Gossip Girl recaps. So thanks for watching and listening. Thank you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, XOXO. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.